It's 5.55 and 55 seconds. Turn on your headlights. It's time for Night Drive. Good evening and welcome to Night Drive. I am your host, Horace Wexler. It's late and I am feeling great in this little slice of paradise. Someone who's not feeling great tonight, though, best-selling author Dan Brown, crushed to death by a rudimentary copy of that famous Louvre pyramid during the Fakahatchee Mayor's Day Parade. Now, uh, if you listen to the show, I've always said you should try everything at least once, but in this small case, I highly suggest you skip seeing someone squeezed to the point of bursting by a large glass pyramid. It's sad. It's really Really sad to see a popular author end up as just another statistic in in the body count of the ongoing conflict between geriatric gangs. I'm speaking, of course, about the 8th Street Dust Kings and the T-Ball Walkers. Their rivalry has continued to spill into and threaten the public at large. And I think we have to ask ourselves, who is responsible for this chaos? Sure, okay. In some ways, it is the fault of the greatest generation, their brains addled by war, the low cost of erectile dysfunction pills, and the chemicals in government cheese. But there seems to be a real lack of law and order here in Fakahatchee, and not just because we lost our NBC affiliate. I put to you that our sheriff, Sheriff Bud Nichols, is unable to meet the demands of his position. I think you'll agree. We, we, we have a unique set of challenges here in Fakahatchee, and we shouldn't expect anyone who runs for office to necessarily be able to meet or rise to that level of office and and be effective solely because they hold it. Now, I like Bud very much. You ask around town, everybody's going to tell you, Bud Nichols, great guy, great man, top tier fella, unbelievable cornhole competitor keeps a well-trimmed lawn, and and grills up a pretty decent rack of ribs. Maybe, maybe, they mention his performance in last year's bowling tournament. But if you ask about Sheriff Bud Nichols, Sheriff Bud Nichols, I can't imagine you're going to get the same good feels. Under Sheriff Bud Nichols' watchful eye, We've lost law-abiding teens, grandparents, a family-owned grocery store, a world-class, well, pretty decent author, and apparently three-quarters of a human man that once belonged to a leg. Now, at some point, we have to say enough is enough. And where is that point? That's That's what I'm asking you tonight. I want to hear what you have to say. So give me a call at 305-209-9686 and let me know what you think. Let's talk law and order right here in Fakahatchee. Sheriff Bud Nichols, should he stay or should he go? Now, I have to imagine somebody, anybody else could be doing this uh, at a bare minimum. And, And if it's a resources issue... Why is this not being discussed with the mayor or city council to apply additional resources? I mean, it's proper chaos out there, friends. And my producer just wrote mayo on a piece... What? Oh, I see. My producer has written mayor murder, which, which I had forgotten, still remains unsolved. Former Mayor Luis Vaminos' murder still remains unsolved. If it is a murder, though, there is, you know, some you know, back and forth. In fact, the only notable arrest the sheriff has made to my mind is the Lobster King who sits in jail and he barely harmed anyone. In fact, most people would like to see LK's sentence reduced, I think, but that's neither here or there. All right. Our boards are all lit up. Each little light of beacon signaling an opinion I want to hear. So, so tell me what you think. Sheriff Bud Nichols, should he stay or should he go? Hi, Horace. My name is Pumpkin Jones. Hey, Pumpkin. Thanks for calling in. How can we get rid of Sheriff Bud Nichols? He has been a mainstay in this town. We need him. Well, I, complete- I don't like change. Well, I completely disagree. What about the trailblazers? 
I don't care what, but so one of the trailblazers died. So what? There's plenty more kids out there. And how can we blame Bud Nichols for that? It doesn't seem fair to me. Sure, these kids weren't qualified for the job. Sure, he put them in dangerous situations that he was probably aware of. But if we change, won't we just get someone exactly the same? Like, I don't see the benefit. Well, he has to stay, not just because he's my friend. Well, all right, Pumpkin. I'm, I'm going to count that as a keep, even though you sound very biased. All right. Let, let's go to another call. All right. Let's see who we've got over here on line one. Hey, Horace. Well, hey there. My name's Marty Poobell. How are you, Marty? I think that, uh, oh, uh, I, I'm good. I'm fine. I, I just wanted to weigh in on the sheriff. Great. Uh, what are you thinking? Well, I know he's pretty ineffectual, but uh, I'd like to say that he looks great in the uniform. Huh. Uh, and that's not me crushing on the sheriff, you know. Let me paint a picture for you, Horace. Okay. How many times have you gone up to St. Petersburg or any other town that's got a Ronnie J's surf shop and you see the sheriff there and you think to yourself, I could take this weak-legged fella or fellas. No offense to the lady sheriffs, either or. But I think that that encourages crime when you see a weak sheriff. It's an invitation because in my head, I'm like, I could punch this sheriff in the back of the head or go over to that international house of pancakes and dine and dash. Now, that sheriff, that weak-looking sheriff, could catch me. They could be an excellent lawman. Or lawmaness. No offense to the lady lawman. And well, Horace, I just think there's something to be said for a stout-legged man in uniform. How many crimes Sheriff Bud stopping prematurely that we don't know about? Um, Solely because he looks like he'd be an excellent lawman. Well, I guess there's, I guess there's no way to really know, is there? That's what I'm saying. If we recall the sheriff, what are the odds we get a better-looking sheriff? And I don't mean a more handsome sheriff. I mean a, a sheriff that looks more sheriffy overall. Hmm. I don't. I don't know that I can answer that, Marty. Well, I, I think I can. Worse, I think getting rid of this sheriff big mistake. Grande mistake, though. We should probably, if we're being honest, make a statue of this sheriff. Whoa, I did. Hang on, Horace. Let me talk. You talk for like an hour. So just fine. Rest your mouth for half a moment. Just, just I'm going somewhere. Fine. Statue of the sheriff. Not because he's a really good sheriff. But because we could probably trick people who don't know him into thinking Fakahatchee's got a 10-foot-tall sheriff. I, I think that would probably only trick uh, 10% of most modern criminals. But that's still a 10% decrease in crime. Just for putting a big version of his stout legs up there in stone or bronze or whatever. Maybe that Pashitano guy can do it for us. Hmm, Pashitano Fallopian. I think he only works in obelisks, not statues. I don't know, but, you know, uh, maybe. Well, look, I, I'm just spitballing. Someone else would figure it out. Anyway, Sheriff, I say keep him. Have a good one, Horace. All right. Uh, well, thank you, Marty, for calling in. Uh, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on Sheriff Bud Nichols, that number is 305-209-9686. You're listening to Night Drive. With summer fast approaching, nothing could be more refreshing than a glass of ice-cold cucumber water or a tomato and cucumber salad for a light and crispy snack to hit the spot on a warm summer day. Here at Robichaux Farms, that's something we know all too well. From planting the first seed to the last day of harvest, all we do is think about how to make our delicious cucumbers better. That's why we're proud to offer the Robichaux Farm Guarantee. When you pick up one of our crisp green cucumbers, you can know for certain it has never been inside a human asshole. That's not just a promise, that's a creed we live by. We know it makes us a little weird, a little unusual, but call us crazy, that's what we would want if we were buying a cucumber. Personally, I don't know why our competitors can't make the same promise, but we're not them. Maybe we're just silly country folk who think all cucumbers should be virgins, but we think you'll like the way they taste. Robichaux Farms. The guarantee does not apply to our carrots.
All right, we're back. Uh, I, l let's get right into it. Let's go over here to, let's go over here to line two. Go ahead, line two. Hello, it's Richard Bazemon. Hey, Richard, how are you this evening? I am good. I am good. I wanted to call in because I heard that you were talking about the sheriff. Yeah, I think the question hanging over everyone's mind is, uh, should he go? There's a slew of uh, different events that uh, I feel like the sheriff should have responded to differently. Yeah, yes, you know, and 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 Bud is is a good friend and I want to be clear that uh I am I am not trying to push him out uh of his of his earned office and his earned spot in life, but I think he should be pushed out of his office. You know, and I I don't have the ability to do that. That's up to the voters to recall the sheriff as we do elect them, which is very strange to me, but we do need to we do need to get it on the ballot, and I am happy to introduce it into uh, city council. But just want to make sure the population of Fakachi is behind me on this. Right, right. It sounds like you don't think the the sheriff is handling things uh, too well lately. Is that correct? Well, uh, yeah. Well, there are a number of um, unsolved uh, incidents, uh, specifically murders, mm -hmm. uh, which are probably the worst type of incident uh, that one could imagine. Um, and unfortunately, uh, uh, oh, you know, a lot of it might reflect poorly on me, you know, given that uh, I did, uh, you know, give the go ahead on the on the sheriff's program with those uh, with those young interns. Right. The, um, the sheriff's and, trailblazers. Yes, the trailblazers. That was a um, <clears throat> that was a rough string of uh, of 12 consecutive days of funerals that I do not uh, appreciate and don't want to relive ever again. Right. Uh, so th these things have been weighing heavily on my on my mind uh, with regards to Bud and, and his and his work in, in the role of sheriff. And again, good friend, nice guy. Uh, and I don't want him to lose his job in so much as I just want him to not be the sheriff job anymore, if that makes sense. Right. I, I think uh, for a lot of people, we're going to have to separate Bud Nichols, the man from Sheriff Bud Nichols, the, the, the sheriff. Obviously, Bud Nichols, uh, great on a personal level, uh, makes a nice rack of ribs. Oh, to, to die for, fall right off the boat. Yeah, helps right at the pancake the breakfast. Uh, all around, great guy. Seems to be a really ineffectual sheriff. Well, yeah. I don't know. You you talked a little bit about the uh, the trailblazers. Uh, so the, the the city council approved and, and funded that initiative, or well, yeah, yes, I do want to be clear. It was the city council as a whole, not just old Dick Baseball by himself. But uh, yes, you know, I, I did vote for that. Uh, the sheriff needed more resources to help him, and and we had some very young, eager young bucks who wanted to get into the uh, the law enforcement game. Unfortunately, they uh they all fell victim, you know, to the the gentleman on the loose. Uh, hot sauce man, yeah. Hot sauce man, yes. Yeah. I uh, yeah, I didn't want to say his name, but yeah, yes. Oh, uh, I I'm, don't so, wanna... I'm so sorry. No, no, it's all right. I just don't want anybody to be afraid, especially, you know, right now it's you're listening to this. It's the middle of the night. If you're alone, you might be scared, but there's no reason to be scared. It seems like Hot, Hot Sauce Man is is targeting very specific people. You know, in, in the case of uh, the Trailblazers, you know, he was worried they might solve the case. Interesting. So I just don't I don't want people to be to be uh, upset or, or scared. Well, it, you, you bring up an interesting point about uh, the hot sauce man, perhaps targeting uh, specific individuals. I know the the first victim of hot sauce man um, or sorry, suspected victim found behind Baseball Mercantile. Uh, was that a message to oh. you? Are, are you tied to hot sauce man in, in some way? I uh, I should say no. Uh, <laughs> that is uh, that is what we call in the business a coincidence. Mm -hmm. Baseball Mercantile being in such a central location, assuming this is uh, the work of Hot Sauce Man, which, like you said, alleged. We don't know if if that victim was tied to that the Hot Sauce Man at, at all or not. But uh, just that it was somebody covered with hot sauce uh, and and dead. Yes, could be a hundred percent coincidence. Imagine you. Uh, have a serial killer mindset, but you don't have a brand yet, mm -hmm. right? You're watching TV. Some gentleman freaked out, killed somebody, covered him with hot sauce, and you say, that's it. Look at the coverage. I can go ahead and just take that and run with it. Right. It's entirely possible. I'm just saying it's entirely possible. I mean, the real, the real horrible crime there is the plagiarism. I mean, obviously, well, like yeah, the murder's not great, but like, I, I mean, be original, be 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 yourself. Copycat killers are a thing. They they made a whole uh, uh, whole documentary about it with uh, Harry Connick Jr. 
Got it. I, I didn't see it. I like it when he sings. I don't like it when he acts. Oh, uh, he's actually a fantastic actor. Or when he hosts. I don't like when he hosts either. Uh, look, I, I, I don't want to get into a long, drawn-out debate about Harry Connick because he is one of my favorite performers of all time. Yeah, performers, but like not not hosts. How often are you tuning into Harry? Oh, he's a, he's a quadruple threat. What is the fourth threat? Uh, he was on Celebrity Jeopardy, and he just cleaned house. Oh. Very, very smart man. Oh. Very smart man. Okay. Anyway, all that aside, that the, the first victim, who may or may not be the first victim of Hot Sauce Man, mm-hmm. could be unrelated. So it's hard to say if Hot Sauce Man is is sending a message to me or or not. I think that I think the larger message is why is Hot Sauce Man not targeted uh, Sheriff Bud? And I think it's I think it's pretty clear that Hot Sauce Man wants Bud in this position. Uh, because he has had success with his killings and a lot of success with getting away with his killings. So you think Hot Sauce Man would uh, would vote to keep uh, the sheriff? I think he probably would. And, uh, you know, not to reveal too much of our investigative tactics, but if we could somehow have a public vote on it and see who voted to keep him, I think we would narrow down the pool quite a bit of, of who the killers might be. But of course, it's a secret vote. We, we can't have a, right. a public vote. Secret, secret vote. I mean, that's, um, the, that's the whole point of democracy is everybody votes. And actually, is that a cornerstone of democracy? It is. It is. Uh, uh, justice is blind and, and blind voting. And, and, and I thought we just did that to make the, the handicapped feel better. No, no, no. It's it's a it's a figure of speech. Got it. Has it. To do with uh, them not uh, not knowing certain things. But speaking of which, uh, it, it does bring up that it's time. It's that time of year again uh, to start thinking about uh, reelection, unfortunately. Right. Uh, you're running for, for reelection uh, again this year. That's correct. Yeah. Got it. Uh, I, 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 it's been my uh, sole pleasure to, to serve Fakahashi uh, in the position I have. And I, I hope that uh, people will choose to continue to let me serve. And if we can get the recall uh, initiative on the same ballot for Sheriff Bud, that would, that would just be a great way to kill two birds with one hot sauce stone as it were richard i I have to ask are you are you feeling up to uh another re-election campaign like because your doctor signed off on this okay look uh i know i've had my share of health troubles in the past and that one incident where i lied about health troubles to uh whip up some pity votes but i am i am fit as a fiddle Mm -hmm. there's nothing that's preventing me from entering this race and running with full clear physical health got it uh you know other than the death of my dog which has, you know, greatly upset me and something I think about constantly. I'm sorry. Uh, I just need a, a minute. <clears throat> That's, uh, take all the time you need, please. Yeah. Uh, Poocher was, uh, was a, a French bulldog that uh, I, I think there are pictures on the city council website. He, he occasionally came to work with me and he, he just passed away. So uh, I am in a, a little bit of a weaker mental state. Right. French bulldogs is so cute in general. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, I, I'm, you know, I might be ready to, to love again soon. Uh, just kind of depends on the, uh, the schedule. You know, if I, if I'm elected to city council again, then I feel like I might be able to, to adopt another beautiful little Frenchie and move forward. But if not, you know, I, I guess I could sit at home and kind of, uh, you know, sit in the silence. Right. Uh, without him there. That's something I could do if I'm not elected. Home just feels more full with a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Okay. Uh, Richard, I'm going to ask you one more question before I uh, I let you go to um, sure, to grieve. Sure. I, I want to make sure I give you space for that and, and sort of respect uh, your feelings uh, during this time. Um, do you have any idea what's, what's going on at the Shoney's? Uh, will we ever be able to brunch there again? Um, right. Um, well, unfortunately, I, I was following up a lead that I had, um, and it uh, it did not pan out. So, unfortunately, it turned out to be a, sort of a waste of uh, of a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I do have a cousin uh, who claimed to be connected with the, the Joint Chiefs of, of staff for the Army, and uh, I, I put in a word, asked my cousin to kind of follow up on that, and then uh, I, you know, it, as it turns out. Uh, he was talking about a joint chief. That's what he calls his, his weed dealer. Uh-huh. And so I was completely, uh, I, I, I misheard him at the Thanksgiving dinner table. That's, that's probably on me, but I thought it was a good idea to try to follow up with that and maybe go straight to the source. So uh, that kind of ended up in a dead end and uh, I wasn't able to get any more information about the, uh, 
the army presence over at the Shoney. So unfortunately, no, I don't have an update right now for that. Right. Uh, well, that's uh, that's too bad. I, I, I do hope that uh, somebody figures out what's going on over there at, at some point. I miss my eggs. I miss my eggs. Yeah, they're second to none. I don't want to say this. <laughs> I don't know what this implies about me, but I love to put hot sauce on my eggs. And uh, and I'm just going to say that. Look, a, a lot of people do. That, that doesn't make okay. you a hot sauce, okay. man. I was about to say, and then I was like, oh, no, he's going to think I'm the hot sauce killer. It's, it's not the yeah. case, obviously. Well, uh, Richard, thank you so much for joining us tonight, um, even in uh, your fragile state um, after after losing Pooch here. Um, I'm certainly sorry to hear about that, and I'm sure most of our audience is uh, as well. I, ha- I hope I can just throw myself into my work after Election Day and uh, forget about all of it. Right, right. Hey, how, how did Poocher go? Uh, it was a bowel obstruction. Uh, oh, gosh, you know about that so well. Yeah. What was it? Uh, I want to say like 2014, 2015, you you suffered from a, a similar issue. Yeah. Um, and 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 both from the same reason, from eating a pine cone. So it's it's doubly tragic that uh, that he went, you know, from the same ailment that I that I had as well. Yeah. Tragic. Uh, well, Richard, thank you so much. We'll get back to more of your calls and your opinions in just a minute. But let's take a few moments for some Fakahatchee community announcements. Okay, just uh, just a few announcements here this week. The Fakahatchee Owls would like to apologize for their parade float that has come to be known as the WAD. We are working to clear the wad, but now that the sun has shone on the wet toilet paper of the float, it has become like cement. Later this week, we will be reattempting removal alongside a small squad of high school janitors armed with scrapers. In the meantime, please take a detour around Francisco Street unless you're headed to the sanctuary, as there is no way for traffic to get through on Francisco Street. That's good info. I'm, I'm sure most people know that already, and... Uh, I mean, I sure will be glad to see the wad uh, get cleared out of there. Causing quite a backup. The Fakahatchee Mustache Men are meeting up this Thursday from 7 to 9 to do activities. If you like activities and you have a mustache, please join us for said activities. Your mustache will show you the way. Please, no beards. Mustache wax will be provided. The Fork Appreciation Society will be hosting one of their monthly luncheons at the Sand Wedge. The public is encouraged to drop by for a low-quality sandwich and a fascinating presentation on time width of the 1980s. Everyone is welcome, and no question will go unexplored, unanalyzed, or unanswered. That's this coming Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. And that is your Fakahatchee community announcements, Fakahatchee. All right, let's get back to your calls and opinions right now. Uh, Maybe you need that phone number one more time to call in. Just one more time. It's 305-209-9686. Give me a call. I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, Let's go over here to line six. Line six, go ahead. Well, hello, my son. It is your good friend, Father Jonah Likely. How are you, Horace? Father, how are you? It, it is so good to hear your voice. Uh, the last time I think we spoke to you, you were headed in to deal with uh, a whole mess of alligators. Yes, I was on a holy quest. And, uh, well, you know, as most things uh, in the Bible, things uh, got a little messy. Yeah. A little messy. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, are you are you calling from the hospital now, Father? Uh, yes, yes, I am. Um, it's not a terribly sexy hospital, but mm-hmm. they uh, they're mending Father Jonah quite well. I've got about sixty uh, percent of feeling back, which is sixty percent more than I had when I came in here. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. For for those uh, who who may have missed your call previously, uh, in the middle of the um, the great alligator orgy. Mating season for the alligators. Uh, yeah. They swarmed the sanctuary. Yes, uh, filled it to the the brim with alligators. Uh, and you were headed in. Stop me if I'm wrong. Uh, completely nude, covered in oil, with a staff mm-hmm. uh, to deal with them. Mm-hmm. Yes, anointed as uh, what I interpreted the Lord's uh, wishes to be. Right. You know, anointed in in man's flesh, uh, man's oil, uh, holding my man's staff. Hmm. You know, I got to say, Horace, I went in there with all the confidence of a holy man 
it was humbling. It was a humbling experience uh, being uh, thrashed about by uh, these ancient dinosaurs in heat. Mm -hmm. I came out of it with a lot more blood loss than than usual. Right. Uh, Uh, Well, uh, paint a picture for us. Uh, You walk in. uh, Naked is the day uh, God made you. Yes. What happens? Well, at first glance, um, everything seemed to be going uh, as I expected it to. Uh, the alligators took notice of my form. Uh, they, they drank me in. I could tell, looking deep into the slits of their eyes, that they were impressed. I thought it would just be a moment of connection, and they would, uh, and they would simply leave um, in peace. Right, just, just from looking them in the eyes, like not, not yelling or poking them with the sticks. Like No. Just sort of an eye, like you looking directly at them, and they would know. They would get the message. Yes, yes. The staff was not for uh, uh, poking or, or sticking or, or even intimidation, really. It was just to let them know that the man with the staff is the, is, is the alpha, is the man with, with the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, God's plan, but turns out uh, they didn't really care too much for the staff. I guess the mission uh, just hasn't quite reached the Gator community. Before I knew it, you know, I was I was knee deep in uh, in alligator mouths. Right. Thank goodness for the oil because you know they, I, I was so slick and they they kept trying to grab me and try to you know trying to hug me really hard. Yeah, with their mouths, mouth hugs. Slipping, yeah, exactly. Yeah, very powerful mouths. I don't know if you know that. Strong jaws, yeah. Strong. Yeah, it was a real David and Goliath situation. If David were glistening and there were many Goliaths. Right. Nonetheless, as I was, you know, in the midst of these uh, horny reptiles, I um, I thought to myself, well, this is this is it. I'm ready to meet my creator. This is the the way I was supposed to go, and um, I was totally resigned to that. But but then something something incredible happened, Horace. Please go on. I looked up, and we just had the the stage lighting from the show previous week. Um, a lot of you know purples and blue gels, things of that sort, um, holy colors. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I looked up to them, and and the light got brighter and brighter, and then that's when I saw it. This this form of a holy serpent and it looked me in the eyes and it just said and that's when i knew i had to trust in the holy snake to help me slither out of this horrible circumstance i found myself in and um so i just i just started gyrating Mm -hmm. and and sort of you know just things that I that, that I've seen uh, on the stage, you know, I don't perform personally. I you know, I do my sermons and things, but but I I keep an eye on what what's happening and the artistry of, of these amazing uh, performers that I have at Sanctuary. And and before I knew it, I had slipped and slithered my way out of that horrible uh, reptilian cacophony, and now I find myself here with a fresh perspective, uh, a new life, and in a new mission to serve the Holy Serpent. Right. So you, you wiggled and slithered uh, out of the sanctuary um, using some of the moves of Sister Chastity. I, I think she was the one that used to get down on the ground and, and gyrate. Yes. And then you, you woke up in the hospital. I did. Uh, apparently, I left, a, I left a long, oily, bloody trail halfway to the medical services uh, before I was found. And uh, uh, thank, thank the Lord, uh, you know, serpent is good because uh, I'm here to tell the tale and uh, spread the word of the tale, the snake's tale, if you don't mind a holy man's pun. <laughs> you, you speak of, of the holy snake. Is this uh, a different God? Is this the same God? Is it? Oh yeah. No, I believe, I believe it, uh, it is. I believe this, the serpent is God and always uh, was God. You, know, you look back through the scriptures and uh, actually the most famous snake, you know, people would point to as Satan, mm-hmm. um, you know, Morningstar, uh, as, as we men of the cloth refer to. I think that perhaps the entire spiritual community is, in fact, uh, snakes, that we are all created in the image of the snake, but maybe somewhere down the line, uh, you know, a monkey got involved and it got a little muddled. That's not serpent God's fault. You know, mm-hmm. That's just uh, human flaws. But I think if you look at the serpent, you will see a holy form. You will see a plan that we should all follow and live by to have better life here on this planet. You know, just live, live like the snake. 
I, I guess my next question is, uh, how do you live like the snake? Uh, or, or have you figured that out yet? Well, I have been praying on it a lot. I've had a lot of time to pray um, because I am simply in this bed, unable to move much. But luckily, it is a horizontal position, which is generally the position of the snake. So that does give me a bit of a conduit right. to, uh, to speak to the spiritual uh, snake father. I think... What the snake father has been telling me is you got to listen to your senses. We, I feel like as humans are constantly ignoring our senses. We stick out our tongue to the to possible uh, knowledge we can gain from our senses. Whereas the, the snake uses its tongue as a sensory, you know, device right. to, uh, to determine its, its, you know, environment and it interprets it that way and then acts accordingly. We are just blind. Our tongues are blind. Chorus. And it's time to open our tongues to the truth mm-hmm. that, that we're constantly being get, given signals as to how to live a holier life and, and what, the, what the spiritual war it actually is that's happening all around us. We just have to sense it. That's what I have to tell your viewers. Let's take our tongues out and really sense what's going on here. Right. Well, how does this change um, as sort of the messages that uh, that maybe we've all uh, learned or grown up with? Uh, uh, God is love. Uh, the mm-hmm. what is it? The golden rule: um, lo- love thy neighbor. Sure. Uh, d- mm-hmm. Do those change in any way, or, or are all those uh, you know pretty similar to, to to what we're familiar with? Uh, I think there certainly is crossover. We just got to get rid of the contamination, the human contamination. You know, the golden rule is wonderful. Treat others the way that we wish to be treated um that is that is great but i I do think it leaves out a small element of if we're all stuck in a small space together let's just knot ourselves together physically let us be be linked and never torn asunder just a big knot of flesh interesting I, I want to get back to the main topic of uh, tonight's show in just a minute, but I, I've, I have noticed that the sanctuary uh, has been closed more often than not recently. Is that due to you being in the hospital or, or other reasons? Yes. I mean, uh, clearly the sheep are lost without their shepherd and, and I am not there um, to cleanse people of their sins or, or even deliver the, the chicken wings, which I did do on occasion. I am a pious man, but there's nothing beneath me i'm happy to serve yeah when you when you get short staffed uh you, you got to make sure the wings go out to to the parishioners of course um but uh there are other parishes in in the city that have really taken up uh the mantle that the sanctuary once held in such high regard um there are a lot of wonderful pastors doing really great work you know their happy hour specials are not as good but we won't fault them for that will we Horace? no of course not no. How do they compare? I mean, the the sanctuary was Florida's sexiest church at, at least five years running. It is disheartening to see us lose that title, which we oh, uh, you guys lost you know, it. I I hadn't heard about that. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry, <laughs> wasn't expecting you to open this wound. Yes, we unfortunately did uh, lose the title due to the Gators <clears throat> consuming the judge. But unfortunately, he was able to write down this church. Definitely not the sexiest before he was devoured. Oh, man. So, uh, yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, we, we have lost that. But, uh, but that's okay, you know, because whenever I come back, I will come back even more pious and more dedicated to our mission. And I guarantee you, we're going to have a lot more snakes in the show. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and while snakes are the, the holiest of creatures, as we've discussed, they also happen to be the sexiest. So I feel confident that we will return uh, as the sexiest church. All right. Uh, Father, uh, real, real quick before I let you go uh, for this evening, I, I know you got a lot of recuperating you got to do. Um, it, we're, we're talking Sheriff Bud Nichols. Uh, what do you think? Uh, sh- should we keep him around as sheriff? Look, I've known Sheriff Nichols for a long time. He's uh, come to our church uh, every week for years. And I know uh, that while he may be a flawed man, deep down, he really is a wonderful snake. And I think that we just need to stand by our officer just as the Lord stood by you know, all of his creation and just let him slither the way that God wants him to slither. Right. You know? Wait, so, it, go ahead, Father. Sorry, I just... <laughs> 
little morphine got squeezed there and I, I lost my train of thought. Uh, well, I was going to say, Father, uh, do you do you think maybe this is a case where we should force uh, Sheriff Bud Nichols to to shed his his skin as sheriff? Uh, and mm. essentially, uh, Bud Nichols uh, could approach the world and, and whatever new skin uh, comes up uh, underneath that. Mm. Well, I believe if he were to shed his sheriff skin, he would only reveal a shinier new sheriff skin underneath. So, so I guess by by that account, sure, let him let him shed, and then maybe he'll just he'll just be a better sheriff. Does that make sense, Snake God? Yeah, yeah, he says that makes sense. Oh, well, all right. Uh, well, uh, fa- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He, he said he said it makes sense. Of course he does. Uh, Father, uh, we're going to let you go. Uh, you're always welcome to call back in. And uh, I hope you get the sanctuary uh, opened back up. Um, you know, obviously, uh, it's important to, to have a place of worship that uh, that people choose to go. And uh, we hope that you feel better as well. Oh, thank you so much, Horace. And, you know, I would not mind if you came and visited uh, poor Jonah Likely here at the hospital sometime. You know, I, you got to get out of that booth once in a while. <laughs> I, I am absolutely deathly afraid of hospitals. Oh, it'll be fine. No, you just come that's... over. You can you can oil. Yeah, you can help me oil myself. I, I'm I'm good. I'll read some scripture. I'm, I'm worried they're going to take my organs, Father. But um, also keep one eye open at night to, just to make sure that the nurses don't come in and, uh, and and borrow anything for for other patients. Oh no, yeah, I, I don't close my eyes anymore at all. I've actually grown a new you know, translucent eyelid, uh, much like uh, our snake father. So don't worry about that. Right. Well, I, I feel like there's a lot of details there that we could dig into, but uh, I really want to get back to the talking about the sheriff tonight. So uh, we'll touch on that in the future. Uh, thanks so much. Next Bob. time, Horace. Go ahead, line four. Who am I speaking with? Whoa, hello, Horace. This is uh, this is Plinth Forsyth of the Fakahatchee Museum and Historical Society. Plinth, how are you? Good, good. Really, uh, really, really quite well. What do you think of the sheriff? Well, I know Sheriff Bud Nichols uh, pretty well, actually, as he's always coming around when I call into the station. You call the police a lot, Plinth? No, 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 no. That sounds like I'm constantly having emergencies. No, it's mostly about vandalism. Uh, teens coming around and spray-painting farts rule on the Historical Society barn or, or taking shaving cream and writing, how about a fart on the museum windows, things like that. It's uh, it's no big deal, but uh, it has led to me spending a lot of time with the Sheriff uh, sometimes uh, that extends to the bowling alley. Hmm. Sheriff's a good bowler, I hear. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't feel right uh, weighing in on, on whether he should be forced uh, to dismiss his post. Right. Well, I, I can understand the personal aspects to a question like that. Uh, I, I try to separate Sheriff Nichols from the man Bud Nichols. But um, uh, wh- why are you calling tonight, then? I thought it might be uh, rather fun for your listeners uh, to share some parade stats. Statistics? Yeah, 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 parade statistics. Uh, I don't know, Plinth. This sounds pretty... No. Uh, are they going to be dry? No, they're they're fascinating, riveting even. Like to, like to everyone or, or just to you? Well, I suppose it's up to your audience to decide. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, here we go. So uh, the first thing... I, I can cut this off at any time. So just pl- lead with your A-level stuff. Right, right. Okay, okay. Maybe uh, maybe we skip the one about how many tank tops were at the parade. Yep, skip. Uh, 1756, by the way. Plinth. That's uh, 1,700. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a skip. Got it. Uh, number of left-handed people wearing hats. Plinth? 12. How do, you, how do you even record that? Are you making these up? What? No, I, no, Horace, I'm an archivist. I have to capture and collect and preserve history. If, I, if I'm if i just making it up, chaos. I mean. Chaos would reign. D- don't care. It's, it, statistics are the fabric of society. Uh, we'd all turn into apes and climb back into the palm trees if it weren't for, for good, clear information gathering. Okay, okay, that's, that's a bit hyperbolic. I, I want to move on, though, so give me your best stat. Try this one on for size. Uh, how about uh, gained weight of on-site porta potties? Th- this is your A stuff. I mean, it's all it's all history, Horace. What is that even recording? Gained weight. Well, see what you do here is you go out and you you dig you get the weight 
of all the porta-potties before the parade. And then, after the parade's done, you measure it again. Skip. You sure? Skip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, 6, skip. 6,200 pounds. Plinth. 6,200? Is that is that a lot? Well, it's 10% more than previous years, but uh, we didn't have 10% more parade goers uh, there to, to do their business at the parade. Huh. Right. See? I told you it was interesting. Quite a deviation, right? That's 10% more loads. Uh, it's mildly interesting, but but go ahead. Give me your best stat. Yeah, that, uh, that was my top stat. Oh, boy. I uh, really thought that one would get you stuck in, you know? Uh, make you want to hear the rest. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think we're good, Plinth. But, uh, huh? oh, okay, um... Well, uh, the the Pocahatchee Historical Society is always open if you want to drop by. Not like hours-wise, but in the general spirit of openness. And we're not too crowded, neither. Uh, plenty of room. Plenty of room to see the exhibits and, and get your cues aid. Excuse me? Uh, questions answered. I uh, thought I'd put a hip spin on it. Okay. Uh, we're going to move on. Was it? Uh What's that? Was it hip? Oh, it, not really. Not really, Plinth. See, I was thinking um, if uh, I were a little more hip, maybe people would want to come on down to the Historical Society. Uh, yeah, no worries. No worries. Uh, okay. I'll figure something out. I'll get you all in there someday. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, buddy. Okay. Well, uh, I think I'm going to go stare at the display about the trolley uh, for um, 30, 40 minutes tonight uh, before I go to bed. Insomnia. You know, Horace. Right. Uh, well, uh, we're going to move on. We'll talk soon, Plinth. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Some of you out there want to have your voices heard, but maybe you can't make it to a phone this evening to give us a ring and share your thoughts. I don't know the reason why you can't call us, but uh, maybe you spent nine months in the womb before being born without a mouth, or, or maybe you're eating a slice of key lime pie that you just can't turn away from. Well, whatever the reason, we've got you covered. You can just send us an email or tweet and we'll read it right here on air. Let me be your substitute mouth, not your stunt mouth. I don't want to be I don't want to be brought in when your mouth won't uh, won't do what it needs to do. I'll step in if your mouth can't do its duty, but uh, I, I, I'm not I'm not jumping in to, to take one for the mouth team. Got it. Janitha Ochoa emailed us to say Horace. I think this guy's got to go. Should we keep Bud Nichols? Share if we want the bad guys to get away. Seems to me a monkey could do his job. In fact, a monkey sheriff could be good for photo ops with tourists. Instead of the town going bananas, we could be giving bananas to our new ape enforcer. And yes, Horace, he would have a smart little uniform and a P365 microcompact semi-auto handgun for blowing away bad guys. Ooh, uh, well, Jim Neither, that's definitely an idea we can keep in our back pocket. Um, I think my biggest initial thought on the subject is uh, I worry that an ape sheriff with micro celebrity status could encourage a form of crime tourism where some of these offenders drive down from up north uh, solely to get busted by our monkey sheriff for Instagram likes. Uh, but thanks for emailing. Rohingya Mopadenza tweeted at us at Night Drive FM to say, The sheriff cheated when he got that 280 in the bowling tournament. He didn't pick up the spare at all. The pen fell over when the ground rumbled. He's a cheat, cheaty, cheat, chet. I think that's also supposed to be cheat, but... I read it like it's sent to me. Uh, I'll do respect, Rohinki, uh, unless you can prove the sheriff caused the rumble somehow. I, I think that's just the breaks with, the, you know, whatever's going on at the Shoney's. I I'm sure it's helped you out in one or two games. Uh, heck, I, I got a strike on a frame during a, a particularly bad uh, earth shake just last week, and uh, you better believe I am counting it. Uh, but thanks for tweeting at us. Blund Grammarly also tweeted at us to say, let's recall the whole town, then vote in a new town, and we can all head off for somewhere cooler and less humid, and finally be done with this effing place. Well, Blund, you can leave at any time, buddy. You just have to head south to the roundabout and then go north from there, buddy. So I I don't know why you gotta be such a pill about it. Though, it, I mean, with everything that's going on, maybe I don't blame you all that much. 
Uh, but thanks for tweeting at us. Uh, I'm, I'm going to count that as uh, the sheriff should go. Prisca Linthen sent us a, well, it's a picture of a foot with the word sheriff on it and crossed out. No tags besides at night drive FM Insta and no text. Um, I honestly can't tell if this is the same foot they sent last time, but I, I, I suspect it is. It is a very average foot. I would not expect this foot to be photographed and, and sent to me, uh, let alone anyone. Um, not that they should be ashamed, but I, I look at his foot and I'm just like, eh, okay. Eh, it's just a, a real, uh, eh, whatever foot, you know? Uh, but obviously this foot thinks the sheriff should be recalled. And uh, I have to say this foot and I are of the same mind, I think. All right, let's get back to your calls and opinions. Uh, well, actually, we're going to do that in just a moment. We're going to take a break and we will be right back uh, with more of your thoughts right here on Night Drive, KFAK. Every year, the amount of dead bodies we encounter goes up. Have you noticed this? A casual wander through the woods, looking inside a whale, a particularly helpful friend who wants to, quote, show you something cool. It's just simple statistics that Americans are seeing more dead bodies now than ever before. And many of those bodies are left eyes wide open, staring straight up at the sky. Sure, sometimes they're face down if they've fallen out of an airplane. It's, I'm not, it's none of my business how dead bodies get where they get. But for those face-up bodies, why should closing the corpse's eyelids fall to you? Do you want to? Have you been trained to? Why didn't the corpse just do it itself? If I touch the eyes, will they be all goopy? These are the questions that keep me up nights. But don't ask yourself these questions. Just ask, where's the number for OcuShot? Here at OcuShot, a TK Cuddles Cat Trash subsidiary, we like to say, there's two eyes in team. Unless, of course, there's an eye patch involved. Then we'll say something different. When you pick up the phone, a team of our certified OcuShot technicians will be there in less than 15 minutes to close both eyelids on the corpse or corpsette. Or just one eyelid if you want the corpse to look like it's winking at you from the other side. Frankly, that's your business, not the corpse's. And when that OcuShot team is done, they'll say, see what I did there with a smile? They're doing it with a smile. They're going to remind you that they did it with a smile as they're smiling. That is the OcuShot guarantee. OcuShot by TK Cuddles. It's gross. Let us do it for you. All right, we're back. Uh, I, let's get right into it. Let's go over here to... Let's go over here to line two. Go ahead, line two. Hey, guess who? <laughs> uh, is, is this Sheriff Bud Nichols? Just, no, no. Guess. You listen to the voice. Guess who? <laughs> um, it sounds a little bit like Jack Nicholson, but I, I, I don't think he would be listening to Night Drive. I mean, I mean, maybe if he's like going through Florida. No, but you don't recognize. Oh, it's it's me, man. It's it's the hot sauce man. Oh, okay, okay. Now, now you were like, you're like trying to juice it up a little bit at the the front of that. No, I, I feel like the last couple of times I've called in, I feel like that's kind of become you know like my my go to, my moniker, if you will. Right. Kind of a guess who, like that kind of like you don't you, you didn't get that. It's it's just tough because everyone expects me to recognize them, but like sometimes people call in, they haven't talked all day, so like uh, their voice is all phlegmy, so everyone sounds different. Now I just feel bad for you because I mean, like people should prepare before they speak in a public forum. Like, no, I have been doing voice exercises for quite a while because we're hot sauce, man. Like, you know, you want to make sure that, you know, people know, like, right. why, why am I killing all these people if I'm not trying to make a name for myself? You know, so I feel like you got to have you know, some sort of brand recognition. So, oh, so it's, it's like a branding exercise. Exactly, exactly. So now, you know, we're going to have like kids in high schools like, oh, guess who? You know, they're like, oh, you're doing hot sauce, man. That's great. I should buy a T-shirt. You know, are, are there T-shirts like where are you selling those? I have a few designs in place, but, you know, I'm not an artist. So um, like right now, it's really just a series of stick figures and then a lot of crayon red blood. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's anything that you'd necessarily want to purchase. Although, I mean, if I have a knife to your neck, you, you might be more inclined. Are you drawing crime scenes or just uh, just murders in general? 
you know, I, I've, I've been doing like landscapes. Oh. Um, and then I'll add certain like, you know, kind of fantasy murders, mm-hmm. uh, you know, stuff that you kind of hope to aspire to. It's a bit like, you know, like a vision board. So like these are things that I'm planning on doing or would like to do one day when I have enough of the equipment and things like that. Right. So it's just but, you know, life gets away from you. You know, you you, you, you one day you're shopping and then you you make all these big plans and then you think to yourself, oh, now I got to build a bigger cellar in the basement to hold all these bodies. And it's just it becomes a whole thing what's one of your designs can can you share one of those or oh sure oh yeah you know i'm a big fan of ansel adams so Uh i've got like you know it's a kind of yosemite inspired and it's just beautiful mountain peaks and then it's just it's me kind of with a a jovial wave and a smile uh and i've just kicked somebody off of the the edge of the cliff and they're kind of like in mid falling yeah they're terrified but they're still given it like a, a polite way mm-hmm. you know like as they realize they're, they're part of the scene as well so yeah it's just you know that's one of the ones i have going uh and then there's a few other i've got tacked up you know wood chipper is on there of course because it's a classic you know and then i've got uh you know i got the one of uh, the kids drowning in my hot sauce van, you know, some of the trailblazers. I was really proud of that. I thought that was one that uh, pat myself on the serial killer back for that. one. Right. Did, did you draw that before you did it? Or or is that one that you're like, oh, I, I can kind of draw this from memory after the fact? You know, you, when inspiration hits, then it, you just have to follow it. And so, no, I did it first and then remember, oh, you know, that would be a good one. And then so then I was just going for my mind's eye and I took some artistic license on that one. But, you know, we, we got there and it was it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Uh, well, I'd, I'd love to talk to you more about your drawings, but um, I, the show tonight is about uh, Sheriff Bud Nichols. Should he stay or, or, or should he go? Um, uh, I, how do you feel about this hot sauce man? Should should we let the sheriff go or should we recall him? Uh, I imagine uh, you have a unique perspective on this. Oh, sure. I mean, I mean, if you're here to ask me flat out, is Sheriff Bud Nichols, you know, inept? Yes, a hundred percent, he is. I have been able to flourish as a serial killer in this town, and uh, he has not even gotten close to catching me. I mean, Fukuhashi is not a large city; like he could really quite easily just go door to door and figure it out. But he has not really done too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, no. But on the other hand, do I think he should be recalled? Of course not, because I really enjoy the fact that he is very inept. And if anybody else, literally anybody else steps into that role, I, they will probably catch me. So I would prefer if we just kept Bud Nichols right where he is. He's doing a wonderful job in that he's doing a terrible job. I don't think I realized uh, maybe how easy it's been for you. I, I mean, but in his defense, you know, well, geographically, we live in a very unique place as well. And there are very few whale killings other places in Florida. But uh, you're talking specifically about the, the mayor's murder. Uh, is that well, correct? Well, yeah, but I mean, that was that was me. I just want to I want to bring that around. A lot of people are saying, you know, oh, it's because of those whales. Well, no, I, he was gotten rid of by the whales. But that was that was hot sauce, man. Guess who? Well, I, I'll be honest, hot sauce, man. It, it really doesn't seem like your M.O. That mayor was, uh, if I remember correctly, a shot three times. You've never used a gun in any of your murders that I'm aware of. Um, are, are you just trying to claim an additional murder just uh, for the the glory of it? <laughs> no. <laughs> you mean just because it happened to be a very high profile murder and something done very, very well. I, I, I feel like I just sat here and explained to you all of my drawings. Clearly, I have an artistic soul. So, you know, as an artist, you, you, you grow and you change. You try new things. And like, who knows? Maybe Hot Sauce Man could like, well, that was the name of my gun. It could be the Hot Sauce Gun. And like, that could be a whole new form of, you know, and then merchandising. Now I'm selling Hot Sauce or I'm selling Hot Sauce Guns. Like, there's there's a whole world out there that you got to experiment with. I mean, you know, Jack the ripper originally it was talking about farts he was just he would just go around and he would fart a lot and be like what is that and he's like it's jack the ripper you know and then he was like oh maybe i should try killing prostitutes and so you know things evolve and change and so like i'm, I'm the same way uh i've never heard that but uh i'm not a student of history so um uh, well let's uh let's stick to you and uh, uh maybe stay away from whatever murders you have committed and murders that you're 
trying to claim. But um, I committed it. I committed it. I did. I killed. I killed a man. Well, we'll see. Uh, time will tell. Um, so the uh, let's talk a little bit about the parade. Uh, initially, you had uh, threatened the parade. There were still some instances uh, at the parade uh, that I think uh, people would have liked to avoid, but uh, none of them were tied to you in any way. What was your plan there? How did how did that plan change? I, I know you reached out to Tiffany Bunzel uh, somehow and uh, organized a date in exchange to keep the parade safe. Is that right? It is. It is. Although I'll, I'll give. Can I level with you? I, I I feel pretty bad about this, and I just need to clear the air. I said a lot of stuff about the parade, but I'm going to be honest. I just I was never going to do anything with the parade to begin with. I really wasn't. It mm-hmm. Just my heart wasn't in it. The Matessa on we. I don't know about you, but I'm getting kind of depressed. Like it's really kind of really kind of put a horseshoe in quite a few different things. So I have made a lot of claims and I said, well, I thought maybe I can get a date out of this. Hey, if Tiffany goes out with me, then I won't do anything with the parade. Uh, you know, everybody wins. Right. And uh, Tiffany was a sport and really, yeah, she agreed, which I did not expect. I thought I was going to have to kill somebody, but you know, no, as it turns out, I was able to go on a nice, good old fashioned date with her. Um, I, I understand that uh, Tiffany couldn't eat for some reason, um, I, I think she was talking about uh, something about a bag. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. She she had a bag on her head the entire time. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's uh, I mean, of course, you know, for anonymity and everything else, I had her meet me in a deserted parking lot uh, with a bag already on her head. And it was very she provided her own bag. It was oh. <clears throat> I have to say it was uh, it was reusable as well. So right away I thought, well, there's a girl who really cares about the environment. So you, you don't see that much in Fakahashi. Mm-hmm. Um, she she hadn't bound herself, so I pulled up and was like, oh, hi, Tiffany. Oh, hi, hot sauce man. You know, please don't kill me. I'm all right. And then I bound her hands uh, and put her in the back of the van and uh, you know, took her to the house and uh, 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 made dinner. Uh, we had some some tacos. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I, I understand that she couldn't eat the tacos, though, because of because of the bag. Because of the bag. Yeah. yeah. No, the, the bag certainly turned out to be a, a real impediment. And in retrospect, I should have gone blindfold instead of full bag. But at that point, we were already, you know, in the middle of the date. And I would have felt very silly if I was trying to backpedal like, oh, can you put a blindfold on and then take the bag off? And so at that point, I tried just shoving some of the taco through the bag um right that really didn't end up working very well and also yeah there's boundaries on a first date you you don't want to get too close you know you don't want to come off as a weirdo Mm -hmm. so i just decided like i kind of explained to her how i made the tacos and uh, they were homemade they were homemade tacos so i I wanted her to know that you know i did uh, i really wanted to be a gentleman and then when we were finished you know we, we talked a little um you know and it was it got emotional she cried the, pretty much the whole time but you mm-hmm. know like and i feel like we talked as well and then you know i i dropped her off you know in a 7-eleven alley and, and i'm sure she it sounds like she made her way home right she's okay yeah she she was okay she she was there broadcasting from the parade with us okay and, and i'm sure she she probably mentioned quite a bit to you and others about the date uh, I mean, quite a bit. I, I don't know. She mostly talked about how she couldn't couldn't eat the tacos, and uh, that kind of seemed short sighted. Like you, you didn't have a clear plan in place. Huh. So I, I don't know. Did you feel like there's like some future there, or? Well, I mean, did she? I feel like I'm quite a jokester, as you know. Um, and I feel like I probably got one or two, one or two zingers in there. She, she may have, uh, you know, kind of explained to you, right? Something, uh, something like that. Uh, zingers in in what way? Uh, she she mentioned it sounded like you were trying to do some physical comedy, but um, she she obviously couldn't see anything. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I did the I did the you know kind of a banana peel thing. There was a a, a bit with a, a rake. Uh, but yeah, I thought you know I, who's not a Gallagher fan? So you know, I smashed some some fruits that I happen to have around. And I guess maybe it just didn't translate. You know, I don't, it's fine. I don't see anything happening with Tiffany anyway, because she's not the kind of girl who you want to come home to and, uh, you know, unlock the basement and say, hi, honey, I'm home. You know, I guess she's, she's, she's fine. You know, she's a nice girl. I wish the best for her, but you know, I, from, you know, in talking to her, she has a pretty serious gambling problem. So it's probably best if I just look at her from afar through binoculars. Well, it it seems a shame that there wasn't 
more of a love connection there. Ah, you know what? Uh, come say, come saw. You know, uh-huh. you can't uh, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. You know, that's what my mom used to say. And um, uh, can you explain how that ta- how that applies here? Well, she was actually talking about real toothpaste, you know, because I would squeeze it out all over the mirror, you know, with my art. And then mm-hmm. she would say, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. And I thought, well, that's a metaphor for life, I feel, you know. And so Tiffany is Tiffany's the toothpaste, you right. know, and my love is is the tube. And it's just I put my love all over her and spread it around. But, you know, it just that, that's it. It's it's out there. And so you can't you can't bring that back. A little sad to hear it. Well, gosh, I tell you what, why don't we talk about your love life? Are you seeing anybody right now? No. Can you cook? I, I can cook. I'm an I'm an excellent cook. Oh, listen to the big man. Not to brag, but uh, I am an excellent cook. But uh, I, I don't really get much time to date here. I'm mostly here, uh, you know, nights and uh a lot of morning coffee dates, but um, yeah, real hard to transition from that into into something more serious. Well, okay, well, so then it sounds like I mean, I've I've done better with Tiffany than you have with anybody else. Yeah, yeah, I, I wasn't judging. I was just saying it, it seems a little sad, you know. I, everyone likes to see a perfect match come together and and make a you know a, a romantic connection, uh, yeah. and uh, you know, I'm sad that uh, that didn't happen for you. Well, maybe you know, and you you never know what's gonna happen. You never know. So maybe Tiffany uh, one night is, you know, decides she wants to uh, like share a, a bottle of scud with me or something like that. And, you know, and I'm, I'm open to it. I'm open to it. But, you know, she just uh, it, it, it may be too late at that point. Who knows? Who knows? Right. Probably got to get over here to another call. But uh, do you have any anything coming up in the future that uh, that we should look out for or, or beware? Um, I, I do want to give, uh, if I can give a, 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 a chilling kind of threat to both the dust Kings and the T-ball walkers oh. who, uh, who got into a pretty horrific fight during the parade. As you know, they were responsible for the death of Dan Brown, the famous author. Grizzly. Terrible watching somebody Ooh. be crushed to death by a glass pyramid. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I mean, we've all had friends who've died that way, but it's just to hear about that. And for someone so young and vibrant and, and just talented, I mean, he was a man barely in his sixties. So you, you just, like they say, it's just a, just a candle in the wind, but yes, no, I, I a hundred percent plan on killing most of the dust Kings and T-ball walkers as a result of Dan Brown's death. But other than that, I mean, I'm kind of open right now. I'm just, you know, I'm here just playing the field. Can I can I ask you if uh, if you had to decide between the the Dust Kings or the T Ball Walkers, uh, who do you think Hot Sauce Man uh, identifies with more? Ooh, good question. This is why your show's been on the air for so long. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna have to go with I'm I'm guessing the the Dust Kings. You know, uh-huh. the T Ball Walkers uh, are just a general nuisance. Both of them are a general nuisance, but the T Ball Walkers are just so damn slow you just you got things you want to accomplish during the day but you get behind one of those guys when you're walking or you know you're behind your squad car or something like that and you're just like oh boy look at these guys go so uh yeah, yeah i would have to say just kings you're probably you're probably further down the list than the t-ball walkers interesting uh interesting thoughts from uh i don't know if you're in in their headspace exactly but uh, it always interesting to to see what you think uh and get your perspective on on the day's events let's reelect bud nichols uh let's go bud for you know another four years let's uh, let's do that because i do not want to get caught anytime soon and there's no way that man will catch me so yay bud <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thanks for calling in, Hot Sauce Man. Uh, it, always uh, exciting to hear about your your misadventures. And uh, okay, yeah. Uh, it looks like my producer is signaling me. That's all the time we have together this evening. Uh, as always, thank you for sharing your opinions with me. Uh, a surprising amount of you want to keep our current sheriff. I can understand it. I don't agree with it, but uh, I understand it. I also think it'll probably be our downfall and we'll all come to regret it. But uh, I'm not going to get prickly about it, though I do reserve the right to say I told you so down the line. Good Morning Sunbuns with Tiffany Bunzel takes over at 5 o'clock tomorrow morning. Tomorrow, Tiffany's got a fantastic show. Tiffany's assembled a panel of experts to answer the age-old question, how old is too old to be wearing pool floaties? The stunt coordinator for Beef Kickers will show Tiffany some new moves and we'll meet an oak tree that watched its father die. Again, that's all coming up tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. 
on Good Morning Sunbuns. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review the show wherever you happen to catch it floating over the airwaves. It's a great way to let other listeners find the show and know it's worth checking out. Though he who dies with the most podcast stars still dies. I read that on a No Fear t-shirt. But nothing beats telling a friend about the show by spending way too much on skywriting, only to have some of the letters blow away before they can read it as knit dry. And you demanding your money back from a pilot in a biplane with an extra long scarf. You can reach the show on Twitter at Night Drive FM, on Instagram at Night Drive FM Insta, or on Reddit at r slash Night Drive FM. And there's always an open invitation to join the Discord. It's full of great folks from around the world. We're always talking about something in there, and to be honest, it's rarely about Night Drive, and almost always something to laugh about. To join the Discord, just reach out for an invite, and we'd love to have you in there. Want that Night Drive look? NightDriveMerch.com will take you to storefronts where you can get shirts and stickers and the Season 1 Night Drive poster, which you will definitely want to frame and then pull on a mask and sneak into the Louvre where it can be hung alongside the real art. Night Drive is produced by Michael Truly and is hosted by a man who thinks if chess is singular, then its plural must be cheese. Goose, geese, chess, cheese. Horace Wexler. The callers gave it the new one-two, which I'm told is superior to the old one-two, though some people think they don't make it like they used to. Eric Toms, Clint Gage, Casey Redman, and Sean Bury. I'd also like to thank our lightning caller, Nathan Greenaway. And a very special thank you to our musical guest, OG Dratchmaster, for providing the rhymes. My man, they were absolutely fresh, beautifully plated, and garnished. So it's five o'clock, and until Tiffany takes over at five o'clock, here's four and a half hours of government-mandated buzzing. Until next time, I'm Horace Wexler. Keep night driving. <laughs>